With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All is now being recorded. This is Adam Albright from Dope Sick, and you're listening to the Voices in My Head podcast. 2023 you got a lot of we got a lot to talk about a bunch of crazy shit i know we had a a little bit of a past a couple of years ago i know you went through some shit especially with some of your music uh let's just uh hit it up and you know plug all your socials everything that's coming up and i'll let you have the mic let's hit it up and that's the way to do it uh what are we gonna jump into what do you want me to do? well yes yeah, plug all your socials start talking about uh your ep that's coming out talk uh, about everything man the socials would be dope sick official on youtube go subscribe now please uh we are dope sick on facebook dope sick official on facebook dope sick official on instagram uh dope sick one.com on the dot com uh the new label fucking wake up music rocks uh pepper gomez and wake up music rocks that's what the ep is coming out on so uh yeah there's there's lots of shit going on man uh i'm going to the studio tomorrow actually uh i go in tomorrow at four to ten or eleven i'm gonna sleep in the studio and then wake up at nine or ten and start again so i could try and get all the music done and start a little bit on the vocals tomorrow and sunday so, are you doing the vocals or is it somebody I'm, coming doing, in? I'm doing one and then uh i'm not gonna tell exactly but uh i might have a new guy that i like to work with and he's coming down tomorrow to work on stuff uh so i'll leave that at that right now but um there's four songs on it the title of the ep is called lifter uh the reason i call it lifter is because i want to put positive out right now big time i think we've been through so much shit with covid and uh just all the politics and all the fucking news and all just the bashing and beating of the fucking world and 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 people you know what i mean like everybody's just beat down and it's been hard so i want to try and put some positive out there and uh i think lifter you know it's to me, it's a, a lifting thing. It's an uplifter. It's a lifting. So that's where I got that from. Oh, yeah. Everybody needs a little positive attitude, you know. And, uh, man, I've I've loved your stuff going a couple of years back. I mean, you know, with uh, Machado and, uh, God, I forgot her name, with uh, Fates Destroyed. Oh, Francesca. Uh, Francesca, yeah. yeah. She's doing good, man. I fucking, uh, I see her. She's, she's so what's the word i mean visible i guess is the word i'm looking for but she's on instagram and all that shit so much yeah. she's doing a lot and uh 
it's cool to see because I I saw her first show, I think. Like I went and saw her first show at Loaded or something, like really tiny. And uh there wasn't a lot of people, but it was her first show that she sang and she did good and it was cool. So to see her doing what she's doing now is cool. So I'm I'm proud of her and happy for her. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh you know, everything coming out of that, you, you've evolved so fucking much over the years. What's that, me? Yeah. My hair? No, evolved. Evolved, not your hair. I yeah, you I mean, evolved. I guess so, because, like, you have less and you have less here, you know? <laughs> uh, I've tried to, man. I, uh, I was thinking about today when I was working, doing my normal job. This EP has got one song that's different that I'm singing for sure. Uh it's more of a Foo Fighters or more of a just like straight up rock song. It's not a, it's not heavy. It's not fucking nothing. It's got a little fucking noodly guitar solo in it that's fucking cool. But um, I like playing different shit. Uh, we were listening to my iTunes at work and the guy I work with was like, man, that's some fucking diverse shit. It was like Lamb of God, Frank Sinatra. I mean, I, I mean, it just was like crazy like that fucking Katy Perry, and he was like, I like to listen to music this way, because, I mean, dude, I can't listen to fucking Pantera all day, I, you know what I mean, it's like fucking, and I can't listen to Bob Marley all day, but I like to listen to them in the same hour, you know, in the same few minutes and shit, so uh, thank you for saying that, because it means a lot to me to be able to, to evolve and be diverse with my music, uh, diverse, that roster she has, uh, I'll forget some bands, but I'm not meaning to. Uh, Transient is really good singer, dude. Fucking really cool. The bass player, the guitar player was in another band that was big. Not big, but I mean a, a band we know. Uh, uh, Cold Wars is the drummer from Saliva there on there. Her kid, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say it's her kid, but the E.T. Boys, that's like a completely different like fucking style of music. Uh, and Pepper, too, she creates shit. She's an artist. She does like house music. and Oh, no shit. Yeah, she's got a song out right now, like two songs, I think, that are doing good. Uh, she sent me a little a little sample, and I totally dug it, because I like that style of music. Um, I don't know all the names of that kind, because I'm not into that, but it, like, it sounded like house, trip-hoppy house to me. Like, the just kind of mellow, cool vibe. Well, like trance, probably. But, well, whatever. It was just yeah, cool. yeah. It was cool, and it wasn't fucking heavy metal. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, so, I kind of dive into certain things with... Uh... I don't know. I've been, I've been a musician since I was 16, so I fall prey to, like, some new stuff, you know, and, like, you know, I try to get away from metal sometimes or, like, rock or something, and I try to listen to some other things, and you know who actually really shocked me was Jelly Roll when he came out. Oh, he's, he's badass, dude. Dude, yeah, it's like, it's like Leonard Skinner meets rap, you know what I mean? Well, I think what, I don't know him that well, and I don't know his story of that shit but i just when he came out he was like rapper you know and then he kind of started doing more songs and i think he's more like a songwriter kind of guy and maybe he stumbled onto that or but that's being able to create and that's being able to not be scared to be stuck in a fucking box and you know if you sold drugs and shit how long can you rap about that if you if your life completely changed you know what i mean if he's fucking you don't sell drugs anymore and he right. don't do that rap about maybe he wants to rap about his family or i mean sing about his family or sing about yeah. some some different shit you know so i think it's cool uh 
That's what I like about you, though, is like everything. There's so many different tangents with you. That's why, like, I was attracted back to the music again, because like every time you put out something, even if it's a little piece, it it's totally different than what you did maybe six months ago, a year ago, two years ago, and it's nice to see that because you don't, you're not in that stigma, you know, Thank where you. you're like, hey, I have to do this kind of music because they said so, you know, no. you're you're more. I mean, I hear fucking, you know, reggae, and then all of a sudden I hear, like, hardcore punk, and then, you know, some metal. You know, it's like, it, it's it's hard to put a thumb on what you do. That's why I like talking to you about it. For, for me, though, with the different styles, uh, like, the last two tours, I had fucking fun because we went out. And, I mean, not that the shows weren't huge shows or anything, but I had fun going out and meeting people and playing the music and seeing people react. Uh and it's a diverse thing, but um, I fucking just got thrown off fucking track. Uh, I just, I just lost my train of thought. It, it's about. all right. <laughs> uh, fuck, it'll come back right in the next thing I'm talking about. Uh, but just playing different music, it's it's neat. But this this record that I'm doing right now, I kind of doing more like the first EP I did with the Jared uh, Ride the Night song and the song with Christian. It's not just like that, but I kind of, I got a reggae song on this one. I have a heavier song than Release Me, um, a song I did with Chris Contos from Machine Head on drums. And it's fucking, it's cool as shit. I mean, I really fucking like it. It's heavy as fuck. Um, I'm doing another instrumental and then I'm doing that little Rocky song. I might ask Pepper if I can put oh, yeah. EP too because Day Eraser came out a year ago I think but it never came out on anything tangible that nobody can buy uh, so I might ask her if I can put that on this EP but we'll see what she says for sure I mean you know essentially it's it's your art so you know that's why I like a lot of independence too it comes out where you know they're they're just pushing their wares it doesn't matter what a technically uh, a recording studio or record company says to do it's kind of nice to see the versatility with bands now you know there's there's uh you know of course you have the cookie cutter stuff which you know give them props too because they're still talented but i really enjoy independence and i kind of feel like you have that you know uh whether or not wake up you know tells you to go one way or the other it still seems like you still have you're still at the helm they have a lot to do what you want totally totally uh but that was one thing when I got the deal with her. That's what she said. She wasn't tripping on, hey, I want this song, I want that song. She told me what she liked. What's funny, she likes the song Fruit Veil a lot. And uh, I did a video for that. I like that song too. <laughs> uh, it's just like a moody song, but that's kind of, I like that shit, dude. I love Buckethead, and one of my favorite records is Coma. And it's just fucking all nylon string. Yeah. Just mellow as fuck. But that was one record when I worked in the city in San Francisco. I could play that record at work and nobody would get mad, but people would come up and be like, Hey, what is this? And it's Buckethead. So I think if you can just create a little mood sometimes with music, it doesn't have to be fucking Slipknot or fucking Pantera or King 810 to get a heavy mood or a, or a mood across. You know what I mean? So when I make those instrumental songs, like me and my engineer got Patrick Burkholder at Pawn Shop, I was like, Does it, is it feel? And he's like, Yeah. And that's the only thing. It's like, cool, if it feels, I'm cool. Uh, it might not be the most guitar 
acrobatics in the world, but it's a cool little song to me. You know what I mean? Like the instrumentals. Fruit Bell was fucking, it meant a lot to me. I love that thing. So I like to create uh, little like soundscapes kind of, you know what I mean? Uh, All right. Yeah, sure. So now let's uh, kind of divert from the normal, you know, questions about the music and stuff. I want to start with, uh, was that an edible guitar strap that you're chewing on in one of your music videos? Uh, no, but that's a good idea, dude. No, uh, dude, you're freaking me out about that. I'll be honest with you. I'm like, why does he keep on chewing on that goddamn thing? Is he like, is he getting a tooth pulled? What the hell's going on here? Honestly, to godly, when I played in Skin Lab, like our thing was to play the guitars as low as we could fucking play them. Uh, and my back hurt, so I'd lay the guitar on the ground a lot. Um, and it was just fucking so low. But when I wanted to play something better, I'd bite the strap so I could bring that motherfucker back up to close so I could play it <laughs> and I'd drop it. And then after nice. a while, fucking, it just, when you're playing up there, you're just kind of doing shit. You kind of just black it's out. It's kind of signature at that point, yeah. Well, it's just, there's some of my straps that have bite marks in them. And it's like, I'll see it, and I'm like, damn. I remember that show. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's nice. that, for real, it's like just trying to get my guitar back up to where I could play it more uh, technically. And uh, I just started doing it because, I don't know. All right, so <laughs> give us a story about the socks. The socks. Yeah. Honest story? Or can yeah. I make it honest? No, you, you know what? Make up shit. I don't care. Maybe you're uh, a part of Beatles. Dude, I, I don't know. <laughs> dude, I'm not going to bash on anything, but uh, dude, so many guitar players have long hair. They have nice, beautiful, luscious hair. And dude, they just mosh it one time. That's a lot to look at. You know what I mean? It's like, you, you're kind of like, well, that's, you know. Uh, so I figured if I have some socks, it distracts from my fucking bald head. Uh, it was a <laughs> look at for a minute. <laughs> Holy shit! No, that's, that's a that's a good that's fucking story to that. <laughs> that's why I dress like a peacock sometimes, just to uh, it's is to make up for not having any hair. So <laughs> I wish I had hair, so I you know what I mean, so I look cool. So I uh, I try to have socks. Be, be the David Draymond of a guitar player. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> ugly. I'm much better looking than him. No, uh, whatever. Yeah, that that dude's. You know, I'm not gonna say it because I'm not gonna be anti-Semitic, but <laughs> uh, no, but dude, that's that's honestly godly. Why I fucking wear the crazy looking socks and and funny. Oh, that's shit. awesome. That's that's funny as hell. I'm sorry, but that's good. That is honest. good. Honest. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy you some socks that way. Then <laughs> I'm gonna find some fucked up ones. Uh, if you do buy stance, I like those a lot. Yeah. Hell yeah. They're good socks, but uh, uh, and then between that and then that uh, Pornhub esque video that you did, I would like for you to explain that video. You know uh, what I'm talking like, Webster? huh? Hayes and Webster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've had a lot of people ask me about that, and they're like, "What the hell is actually going on here?" That video is cool as fuck. Um, the song to me, again, I think with art or whatever you're doing goes back to the socks and the hair uh i don't think the song was like the strongest song in the world it was just like a fucking guitar riff that i loved the thing um it was like a heavy it was an instrumental but it was more heavy so i needed the video to look uh, uh you know what i mean i needed some attention for the video so that's why the video was like that but that girl sarah i think is fucking cute as fuck beautiful little skinny tiny little thing uh 
but smoking hot and I don't know. Everything is kind of it was it was a crazy video, and I know I've passed it along to a few uh, people, and they're like, "All right, well, what was the song about?" Because <laughs> they're uh, they were checking out what the hell is going on, you know? Exactly. Did somebody supposedly somewhere in there like it clipped something? You can see her pussy for a second. Or something. Oh my god! <laughs> and no. somebody sent me that. I didn't do it, but somebody sent me. Hey, if you stop it, Jesus at Christ! <laughs> and it's like. So so automatically, I went right to this fucking shot, and it's like, no, you can't. But uh, yeah, no, like like a skin thing, you know. So if you read the comments, somebody posted that. You can go look and see. see oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know, you know there's there's a lot of weirdos out there, I guess. <laughs> but with the new EP, Pepper is going to help yeah. me uh, videos too. Man, she's she's really doing a lot for a dope sick and me. Uh, but she's gonna help me with some videos, so I'll get to make some videos for this one, which I'm excited about. Uh, I think I'm gonna work with a guy in the city up from San Francisco, but uh, we haven't talked recently. But I think I'm gonna work with him. So uh, maybe two or three videos for this thing. So that that's cool. So give the listeners like a, uh, a what the fuck moment, like some of your craziest shit that's happened. It doesn't have to be personal. It could be just from a show. And I think about these all the time when I'm pushing my fucking thing at work. And uh, then when somebody asks me, I'm like, fuck, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, what the fuck moment? Uh, dude, right now would be the fucking IHOP video from Indiana. Jesus Christ, I listened to that recently and I was laughing my ass off. So, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna tag this in this video just for okay. the fact that maybe nobody will look for it. But tag put uh put IHOP sucks and do yes. everything I put IHOP sucks tag. They would yes. put my picture at the top and put the video and shit on that. Okay. Uh, but dude, it kind of looks like I'm an asshole in that. But man, we waited for two and a half fucking hours to eat. I've told the story already many times. But uh, yeah, yeah. So to have that happen, to have like, dude, three, three million, three point five million people looked at that video. That's so fucking one. funny, dude. I don't um, know how that got viral like that, but that's fucking awesome. If somebody could get a video, my video though, and watch my music instead of this shit. No but, shit, uh, dude. We were fucking starving, hungry. We waited two and a half hours. The lady brought us the wrong food. Just all kind of shit. And we are nice, dude. I was so nice. I mean, I'm not a fucking dick. I'm fucking. I'm, I'm nice. I try hard to be nice. Uh, yeah. But it was just, it should happen. But uh, me and that security guard actually are friends now. We talk a little bit on Instagram. That, <laughs> pow, that's pow, fucking Pow Pow is his name. So if you watch this, what's up, dude? Yeah, fuck yeah. We I definitely will have to tag that in this because, dude, I was tripping when I watched it a couple of days ago. So I, I mean, I was trying. I knew I was going to get thrown out, so I was trying to eat as quick as I could to get as much as I possibly could. Right. I, What's funny though is I went out to the van and I ate, I had yogurt or some shit, salad in the van. But all those guys got free food. So they, they were happy. Everybody left with their food. Uh, the IHOP got a show and I made a friend in the security guard. <laughs> well, at, least, at least there's a positive, very negative, I guess. <laughs> you know? If you look hard enough, dude, anything can be positive. Uh, okay. I got a bunch more crazy stories than that, but then I'm fucking, I can't think of it right now but i yeah. think about 
time, like, what's the fucking craziest shit? And I'm like, dude, the one time when I fucking threw shit at the fucking hotel, that was crazy one. <laughs> I hear that a lot. I don't know what's with shit in hotels and, like, I've heard, uh, God, I can't remember the band, but they would shit in their own shoe and go into the show and go, it's a real shit shoe. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I was. That's, that's uh, pretty fucked up. You're on meth at that point. I was fucking, I don't know. You know what I, I mean? I don't know about that one, dude. I don't know. What is, let's get away from that one. Shit in the shit. Yeah, it's fucked up. I want to so, know what the hell's going on in the background. What are those pictures above your head? Oh, uh, Bob Marley, old, old Van Halen, like Eddie Van Halen's playing a Les Paul. Oh, yeah, there we go. And then Sid Vicious and the Chelsea, my amp. Nice. Uh, and then some more Bob Marley and shit. Nice. Yeah, I know we uh, we had spoke, and I told you to throw out the, uh, I know it's a thrashback Thursday, but we talked about Van Halen Unchained. Uh, what made you pick that one? Uh, dude, I just love that fucking riff. Like, when you hear that shit on the radio, you fucking automatically want to to fucking 22. Uh, I don't know, dude. That shit just talks to me. I love that fucking riff. I love Eddie Van Halen. I love Van Halen. But Unchained is probably my favorite, maybe even guitar riff. Like, just the fucking opening and the fucking, the, yeah, uh, the flange shit is just like, dude, that's fucking. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous fucking riff. Totally. Yeah, go go across your uh, your gear. I mean, from I know you have a lot of I know Dunlop's one of your endorsers, right? Yeah, Dunlop helps me a lot. Brian Kehoe, Thomas Cruz, and the lady Julie at uh, Dunlop helped me a lot. Um, Great. I've been using Tortex picks though since I was a kid. Like I remember getting them. Yeah, I remember those. (laughs) Uh, So for for to be able to use those now and have Dope Sick in my name on them, that means a lot to me. I'm proud of that. but just to be able to work with a company like that, I'm fucking, I'm happy. I, when I played with Sebastian, I had a lot more endorsements, but uh, it was a different time then. It's harder to get them now, I think. And I don't need much shit. I got my shit, so I don't. I need strings and picks and, you know. Sure. But uh, I play mostly Les Pauls and some ESPs, some Jacksons. Uh, I played JCM 900 Marshalls forever. I love yeah. Marshalls. I don't play nothing else but Marshall. Marshall is the shit. I don't give a fuck. Marshall rules. JCM 900. I had those. I had a, I, I had a JCM. I love that fucking thing. To, to What'd you have? The JCM. The one you just talked about. Oh, the 900. I mean, there's, yeah. an there's a 2000. Uh, but uh, I don't like the 800. I like the 900. It, it's, yeah. fucking, it's different to me. It's, it's, uh, it's warmer. It's fatter. It's nasty. Yep. Do you remember the Marshall Town and Country? No. No, it was a half solid stage, half tube. It was a combo amp. What year? Oh, God. I want to say maybe 80s, 90s. Uh, no. It was, not- it was like, like two tens. It was a combo amp. So you'd be able to switch between solid state and tube. I love Prong's tone on the cleansing. And he played oh, Mos- hell yeah. Yeah. MOSFETs. And. I played one and I couldn't get that tone, so I don't know what the fuck he did. But uh, that was solid state and tube, I think. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Sure. But uh, dude, they came out with a Marshall Mode Four, which was John Five played them. I got one and it was solid state and tubes. Yeah. 
blew that fucker up like like smoke came out of it. Oh Jesus! And uh, my friend in San Francisco is like the Marshall guy, like the repair guy. And I took it to him, and I was like, he's like, dude, I don't work on that shit. And I was like, what? I was like, you're the guy though. And he's like, yeah, but I'm not working on that shit. And they were they were such junk. Like it just that amp disappeared. Like I don't know anybody. Yeah. Same with that one. Same both. with the phone of country. It was maybe a year or two, and it was gone. And they because it sucked. I mean, if when they make yeah. something that's shitty. You know, it's like they try, so it's cool. You know, uh, the new amp they have out is sick. I can't remember the name of it, but uh, also on those mode fours, the cabinets were like taller. They had like taller cabinets. Oh like, yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't know what was up with that. So whatever, Marshall still rules, but that mode four sucked. So going through your uh, your guitar rig, not so much the amp or the effects. What what's your favorite go to guitar wise? My guitar physically, what guitar do I like to play? Yeah. Uh, probably my black Les Paul, just a studio. It's a shitty studio, but I, I like it. It feels good. It's got some war bangs on it. And then I like the uh, my Dodger guitar too, because it pisses people off. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I have a, a Fender Strat that I've had since like 34 years ago. And what? a Fender Strat. What year? Oh, uh, 84 85 maybe and uh it's been in my life the whole time and that's the only guitar that follows me the whole fucking time so i fucking love that thing i put a hot rails in it on the uh bridge and it just it always screams it does everything i want and i love that goddamn guitar i don't know what it is about it i wanted to play a strat i tried to play it i went was going to buy one was going at the store trying to buy a strat and i played a telly and i fucking got the telly and i love the tellies i got two tellies and i have hot rails in both of them like, oh yeah I, hell yeah yeah and dude I, I play my seafoam green telly i play a lot like it's my favorite guitar probably right now but yeah. it's, it's tuned to the new shit which is fucking crazy so i i play the other one more because it's more standardy tuning but uh I love my tallies too. Have you checked out like um, Spark or uh, Kemper, anything like that yet? Or no? No. <laughs> See, now I have a Spark amp and it's Android based. I love it just because of the area that I have. I don't have a lot of room right now. So, I mean, that thing's about the size of a bread box and it's fucking incredible. I see, I see a lot of people playing them. And that that what you just said, I don't have a lot of room. Not having a lot of room shouldn't make sacrifice for guitar tone. I guess so. Yeah, you're right. I not mean at all. Because I hear people playing them and they sound cool. But to me, I'm old school. And it's like, yeah. I want to tone through my fucking pedals. I want to chase the tone. Yeah, my- for sure. Uh, for me, those are cute and they're neat to practice with. Cause yeah. It's convenient but uh dude nothing's gonna beat a fucking marshall and a les paul to me I get that man you're making oh. me a little jealous i'll be honest no, I, <laughs> so oh there, dude there's some guy and i don't mean to be i think his name's peter or pete oh. he's, he's got the messed up ear but uh he was playing through one the other day because he does these demo things and he was playing through one it's a spark uh something but dude it was fucking sounding killer and he was jamming it and it's like you know uh but to me, the Kemper, 
I heard Crowbar played those on the new tour, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, That's yeah. Like, I actually, I actually uh, interviewed him before about that. Well, dude, he's a fucking Randall guy, so I know he's a fucking yeah. amp guy. So for him to go to Kemper's, I was like, "Oh man, maybe I'll try." And every time I do that, I'm like, "No," because to me, all you're doing when somebody described these to me, explained these kind of amps, he said it takes a Polaroid picture of what they're trying to copy. And that Polaroid really never changes, whereas a Marshall head with tubes, it's changing the tone. You know what I mean? It's this, it's warm and it's not. Uh, so they're sterile to me, kind of. And I think that you're just gonna you're gonna take a snapshot picture of a Marshall when it's doing its best thing, and then put it into the Kemper, but then it has no personality in there. It's just fucking like a little square microchip in in the world or in the ether. Or yeah, whatever. I get it. I get it. Hey, you know what? Uh, Trisha, she's a, a great concert photographer. She's actually my girl. She wants to say hi to you real quick. Hi. Wait, hold on. Here she is. Hold on. Where, where am I? There you are. <laughs> hi. Oh, you you should have came and helped him fix the computer when he was about to have a breakdown. <laughs> yeah, All she right. don't know that. Yeah, Trust me. I stuff. usually fix her shit. Just camera stuff. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. If, sure. Hopefully we're gonna uh, do some stuff this year. I just I want to stay home a lot this year. I want to play a lot of local stuff. Sure. I'm still gonna get out and do some shit, but I want to play more local, just because we never do. Uh, L.A. is hard to play. It's fucking brutal hard. Don't make money, and then when I tour, I make money. So it's like fucking. Uh, but I was talking to the band Pigweed, Dave from Pigweed. And we're, we've been supposed to do something for so long. And uh, I think we're going to play Texas with them and maybe New Orleans at some point soon. So uh, I don't have any dates or none of that shit. But hopefully yeah, we'll, we have to, we'll have to figure out some venues out in the Midwest for you. Uh, sure. Chicago area last year. And we were around that area a lot. We were talking about this a minute ago before we recorded. Yeah, yeah. And I had fun. I, uh, we got to play Iowa, uh, a couple areas in Chicago, but it was during the pandemic, so stuff was either hit or miss. Like it was either like the local band would cancel, or you know something happened. The bar wasn't open or didn't want to open or some shit. So some of the Chicago shows got fucked up, but I had a good time in Chicago. We found Portillo's. Uh, Let's see. All right. So we talked about some past stuff. We talked about. Some uh, goofy shit. Let's. What if time you said I was going through some shit last time we talked? Oh yeah. So I know you had some issues in regards to like trying to play some tours and stuff like that to try to go out of state or some shit oh, like that. Oh, oh, oh probation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, I was on probation for throwing a lady's cell phone for fucking in the traffic road rage shit. Um, All right. Well. <laughs> All right. Nothing like Rihanna. All right, good. So, uh, yeah, I couldn't go for a, a year, I think, but that's that's way done. But um, that that sucked, kind of, just because the new record was coming out. Yeah, I remember that. But that whole record was fucked up, dude. I had such a shitty time making that record. Uh, I'm proud of some parts, but the guy that I worked with on that record was just fucking, it was miserable to work with him. And then we couldn't, he didn't want to tour, wouldn't tour, wouldn't play, just wasn't into it. And I was like, dude, just fucking, you know, just wasted a lot of my time. So at that time when we talked, I guess, 
uh, I wasn't real happy with what was going on, but, sure. but from that, if you always try to find positivity, man, you'll find it. Um, I wrote Day Eraser and that I was just like, fucking killer song. I love that song, dude, but it's the first one that I was just like, fuck it, dude, I'm going to sing it. And it was okay. And I was, I was happy and I was proud of myself for doing it. I was happy with the song. Uh, and that was just like my step over that thing. I got, got away from that. And I did. I did a couple covers. I did the NXS cover. Uh, that was cool. And yeah. I, sang, I did something. I did a song with Steve recently uh, from Skin Lab. So I did some stuff and just I was. I was happy to get away from that little the last making that record shit. Another thing about Pepper. She knows Dope Sick is me. You know, there's, there's I got touring people that play with me and stuff and that help me do other stuff. Oh, it's but, obvious. Yeah. I, I write that shit, dude. This is my life. This is all I do. This is all I care about. And Pepper knows that. So a long time, I was trying to like, oh yeah, dude. There's fucking always. There's four of us. There's always four of us. We're a band. Yeah. And Doug, I couldn't do it. I couldn't lie, and I couldn't, you know, like that's why in the video when it's just me and the other singer, there 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 wasn't a drummer. There wasn't a bass player. I play bass on everything that's recorded, uh, pretty much. I mean, somebody else played like maybe one bass line. Uh, but on tour, this guy Proto, he played in Crazy Town, uh, Green Jelly or something. But he's just a killer player. He's got killer energy. He's cool as shit. Uh, but he's not really part of the writing or nothing. He just toured with me. Uh, you know. And the same with my drummer, Rich. He's a good drummer, but he doesn't... I have trouble writing with him. So he, he plays all the shit. But I wrote on this record with uh, Roland, Rotten Roland from Crazy Town. And I wrote with Chris Contos from Machine Head. So those two drummers are on this record. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, because I mean, dude, Chris Contos is one of my favorite drummers. He's one of my one of my best good friends. Uh, but he's also one of my favorite drummers. You know, it's like... Sure. That, that's... I like this word. It's neat. You know, it's cool as shit, but it's fucking neat that he's my fucking homie and he's one of my favorite drummers. So to have him do a song with me. I actually did two songs. I have one song saved. That I'm still working on that'll go on the next thing or whatever I'm gonna do. But I still got a banger that I did with him. Heavy as fuck. Oh, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> Your wrist heavy. <laughs> well, the thing is too, when you uh have a close friend that's also a musician, I think there's a synergy there where you normally like if you get thrown into a band or you know, a recording company goes, you're playing with him and him and him it sometimes doesn't gel if you don't know them personally you know what i mean well what's funny is i wrote a lot of stuff with aaron rossi and uh again he's an awesome drummer i respect him a lot he's killer but i was nervous and i think he was nervous he told me we always like dude i was nervous like me too i think that little bit of nervous and respect causes a thing same with contos me and him were supposed to jam a long time ago and we never did uh my drummer wasn't going to show up i thought my drummer was going to quit quit so Chris came down, and when he opened the door, my drummer was in there, and he put his sticks behind his back <laughs> real quick. So, like, my drummer didn't see it. He's like, hey, man, I was just saying what's up. And we never jammed. So same thing, though. When he came down, I was nervous as shit. And I think he was a little bit nervous. And then we jammed, and it was just fucking cool. I didn't want to tell him nothing. I just wanted him to play. And then it was like, hey, man, can you change this? And, yeah, dude. And fucking, you know what I mean? Not like, well, fuck, I'm, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Uh and it was just fun. It was cool as shit. Had a good time with him recording. It was neat. 
You know, I, I've been mentioning, I wanted to mention the color scheme with the green and purple. I feel like I'm talking to somebody in a horror movie, like an old horror movie. You got like the green light on one side, you got the purple on the other. What's going on here, brother? <laughs> this is my, uh, this is the, my little studio room. And that's just, I got, like it. I like it. It's just got some colors. Uh, oh, yeah. I can't see good. So usually oh, I like it. Neither like, can I. What's that? I said neither can I. I mean, they're What's right good? here. So, uh, but so I, I I like white light a lot, like really bright light. But yep. uh, in here, sometimes the colors are cool. You know what I mean? The uh, yeah, sure. Just make the mood a little different. Yep, yep. Yeah, I honestly, anytime, like even when I was trying to set this up, glasses, white light. I mean, it, it just had to be something weird. It was. It looked like I was doing surgery before I got in here. So. Okay. Meltdown, man. Oh yeah, I mean it was it was rough. I mean, of course, I just got this uh, set up about a month ago. I got rid of the laptop, so you know it was kind of a new experience. I'm glad you were patient. I appreciate it. Um, in closing, I hold on a minute. Sorry, now I have to fucking deal with this shit. Got a question? Uh, since the world has changed since COVID. What would you, oh my God, what would be your advice to upcoming musicians? Uh, I, just, I just did the same question. Oh God, don't, don't answer no, it. No, it's good. Oh. Don't answer it. It's a good one. This is a good one. Do right. not follow anybody else's fucking what they're doing. I mean, you're always going to think somebody's doing something cool and you're going to take stuff from people and have inspiration. But don't follow anybody, man. Make your own shit. Create your own shit. Play what you want to play. Uh, play what makes your heart happy. You know, if your love tank is full, sometimes it don't matter if your fucking wallet's full. Uh, but play what makes you happy. Because you're going to be doing it for a long time if you're good at it. So fucking, you know, make sure you're happy with what you're doing. You know, um, I've got to do some cool shit that people would think is really cool. But I wasn't happy when I was doing it. You know, it's like, dude, this fucking sucks. I mean, it, it looks cool and I'm having fun, kind of, but this is lame. Uh, so to be able to create and do my own shit, that's what I tell other people. Create and do your own shit. Don't follow what the other guy's doing. Well, I'll tell you what. Trisha at T-Star Photography is a new fan. So, oh, cool. Yeah, check her out. Not to give a shameless plug, uh, but at the end, what would you actually tell your 16-year-old self? If you had a chance to go back in time. Uh, get your shit together a lot quicker than you fucking did. Uh, again, don't follow. Fucking just at 16, I was trying to do what uh, every other guitar player was doing, which everybody's going to do because you're learning and shit. But I wish I would have. For sure. Yeah. Writing. Went younger. I wish I would have started writing music and doing my own thing younger because I probably would have been better. I'd have been way better at my craft now. But uh, you know what I mean? Instead of playing other people's songs, it just there's nothing wrong with playing covers and learning shit. But write your own stuff. You know, make your own stuff. Make your own voice. Make your own voice in your own head. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I appreciate that plug. <laughs> Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.